welcome to our first episode on gender equality. I'm one of your hosts, Judy, and I'm currently studying nursing at HKU. I'm joined by my co-host, Stephen. Stephen, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephen, and Judy and I are both from HKU. Well, I'm from the Faculty of Arts, and Judy, you're from the uh, medicine department, right? And also, we are today. We are actually going to look at the Peruvian film culture and also uh, the wi- women images shaped in those films, like in quite a lot of blockbusters, to see the gender equality issue. And we are inviting two guests to join us: YY and Samuel. So, YY, meet you. Introduce briefly of yourself first. Um, yeah, sure. Um, hi guys. Um, my name is YY. Um, I just finished my first year. I'm currently majoring in cinema studies at University of Toronto. Hi, my name is Samuel. Yeah, I'm studying in Ivy in uh, studying marketing, business and marketing. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, it's so cool. great to have you have all of us here today. And uh, YY, you have talked about that you are majoring uh, cinema study right now, and and We are all movie lovers. I bet you have watched the recent blockbuster Everything Everywhere all at once, right? Um, yeah, I watched it two, three weeks ago. Um, def- it definitely was something very special uh, compared to some of the other multiverse films, which, by the way, is a very hot topic these days. Um, everything from the visuals, the message, the characterization, the background, even uh, the background itself, representing minorities in American society and the issues portrayed, was pretty spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, and I like this film a lot because I can see many differences and uh, be- from those uh, tradition, so-called traditional superhero films, because we can see the power dynamics uh, between the uh, characters are shifted because normally we believe that male characters are more strong and more is not that willing to uh, pursue affection. But in this film, the uh, the husband is the one who pursue affection because he's needy for kisses and hugs to his wife. And the film is the our main character Evelyn is. Uh, is the savior of the world, so I think this is quite new to us, and it is uh, refreshing to all our audiences, right? Stephen, yes, what do you think? Yes, I think Evelyn is not only the savior of the world, but also the whole like universe, crossing many many universe, right? And I think one point uh, I want to add is that we also find out uh, we can see Evelyn is a uh, Chinese American women, I think, who definitely would be the minority in the Hollywood films in those blockbusters. But here, like, um, she is the uh, heroine, the main character, and I think, um, her age in the films actually is not still like a, it's not that young, right? And also, I, th- I think, um, Judy, you mentioned that, um, I think quite. Worth discussing is the reversing of the like mission obligations or the performance of the male character and the female character like Evelyn and husband like not traditionally like in many uh, Marvel films that um always is the husband like the male like he one gonna uh, go out to save the world and the women is always like the backup like the husband no, like the backup the wife. Sometimes even you know um, being in difficulties, that waiting for the husband, for the male, for her lovers to save. 
And I also think this is a big differences of everything, everywhere, all at once to like many other films with similar theme, plot, like Wonder Woman, right? So actually, do you guys have watched Wonder Woman? Um, yeah, yeah, I did, I did. Yes. What do you think of Wonder Woman? It was well. The movie was the first one was、mm-hmm. released back in 2017, and、mm. I thought it was a pretty refreshing、mm. view at the time because,、mm. like,、um, like Steven said,、mm. uh, previous superhero films, women were always、um, either the love interest, or、um, they were kind of, they were kind of put as you know this thing that would put the heroes at risk. Like for example, in the Spider-Man movies, Mary Jane would be held by the villains. And you know that would be one of the things stopping Spider-Man from、uh, I don't know fighting his troubles or whatever. But in this film, we see women stepping out and becoming the well. I wouldn't say becoming the hero themselves, but like they're stepping out, and I think that is worth that is worth looking at. That is pretty important. Yes, I agree. And、uh, Sammy, what what's your opinion? Um, I think、uh, actually I think Wonder Woman is just a is kind of traditional traditional movie because it's it's just a male character turns to female character. There's there's nothing changed. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman he just image if Wonder Woman turns to a male character. Is there a male call himself Wonder Wonder Man? <laughs> Then still goes on, so I think Wonder Woman is、uh, actually nothing, nothing special for me. Yeah. So you <laughs> think it's just like a direct change of the sex? Yes, sir. But nothing like, nothing breakthrough in、yes, any other settings. Um,、yeah. I think that's actually kind of interesting because one problem with um, say Captain Marvel. Was that a lot of people compared it with Wonder Woman and was like,、uh, because well, Captain Marvel compared to Wonder Woman in her own movie was very stoic. It seemed like she didn't have any expressions or emotions. Whilst in Wonder Woman, Diana was very expressive. She wouldn't would not mind showcasing showcasing her emotions, whether it was when Steve died and you know she cried out, or or she was really angry. And in that in that I would say that. It's kind of similar to a f- male superhero movie because the character is constructed really well. And in some of the female superhero movies, it seems that the main selling point is that she's a female superhero movie. But the characterization itself, it it didn't spark. And in the Wonder Woman movie, she was given the background. She was she felt very real. So I would say in that sense, she seemed like a male superhero movie. But she was at the same time something more because. She, I feel like she offered something. First of all, she was a, a woman. Representation is always important, and she kind of put,、uh, she kind of twisted the fact that emotions are bad because it ended up being the thing that、uh, helped save the world. So it was kind of because I feel like women are, you know, always associated with emotions. You know, oh, she's being moody again or whatever. But it's kind of putting a twist on saying that hey, maybe having emotions isn't a weakness. Maybe it's a strength. Yeah, I agree. And I did some research <laughs> because the creator of the、uh, Wonder Woman, what he wants to portray is exactly、uh, a superhero that is、uh, her strength is come out of love or、uh, emotions. And this is quite、uh, new back then. And one thing that I want to point out is as a woman representation in. As a superhero in this film, do you feel after watching this film, do you feel like、uh, it enriches the、uh, female empowerment? I mean, yeah, I would say so because,、um, like I said, especially when filmmaking first became popular or when it first appeared、uh, last century, 
women are always portrayed as love interests, you know. Mm -hmm. Literally, all they do on the screen is someone's wife or someone's girlfriend or someone's mistress. And in Wonder Woman, it's it sort of revert reverses that. It's like, you know, hey, okay, so we're associated with love, and maybe that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's mm -hmm. kind of taking, finding strength in that mm -hmm. uh, definitely and it also just you know decreased the stigmatization of the uh, emotions that are always linked to women that uh, women are always described as emotional and this considered as a bad quality but it turns out it's not in this film and one more thing that i want to want to point out is that uh, wonder woman she's uh, she's a, a superhero that uh, she's a uh, she's the daughter of God and uh, lives in uh, the paradise. She's so completed, she's confident, and, and she can fight. But uh, after she was introduced to the human world and she was led by a male character, and the, it's the male character, right, uh, who introduced the human world to her and lead her and teach her how the human world uh, organize uh, their how how is uh, organized and and what do you think of it this this plot I think it's it's pretty interesting because now that what well, it's been a while since I saw mm -hmm. this film been mm -hmm. a year or two but now that when I look back on it Steve and Diana they rather than being you know one helping out the other mm -hmm. it feel it felt like they were both helping each other mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. it's like uh, if we look at it that that way you know yes. Steve did help Diana, uh, you know, he taught her about the outside world, the human world, you know, what war is, why we are at war, uh, what humans essentially are. But at the same time, Diana, when she was, since she was pretty sh relatively sheltered uh, when she was growing up with the Amazons, she, she learned one thing that seemed to be missing at the outside world, that is sympathy, that is empathy, that is love for the humankind which was especially missing during World War One when this happened. And I would say they were both helping each other out because Steve taught Diana about what was actually, what was the reality, while Diana taught Steve about what should be the rea rea reality, what should we be striving for. That's a valid point. <laughs> so good. And But uh, there's a fun fact that you know, like uh, when Wonder Woman is first uh, first show up in other media, not uh, comic books, it's in a TV series, I believe. Uh, is that uh, around 70? I think it's starred by uh, Linda Carter. Uh, her appearance uh, seems to be so sexy and weak. And what do you think of it? Is it is it a bit sarcastic? What do you think? Actually, you mentioned about like the 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 appearance, the body, like the images of one woman in the film are being kind of like kind of like sexualized in a man's angle, right? Yeah, she's more like a fictional, uh, fantasized uh, woman figure. So and um yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, uh, in at the beginning, the Wonder Woman is sexualized, but it comes to like uh, the films uh, 2017. Uh, she seems to be more muscular and more powerful. Her her fighting skill is more I improved, uh, right? Yeah, I so agree. So what do you think of this development of this character? I agree with you. Like there, indeed, a like there is a shift of the focus less on Wonder Woman's like the his like really physically body or how like she is dressed to be okay really like um sexy but also like really um with excellent skills to fight 
which which kind of like um objectification right mm -hmm. okay like one woman um she needs to be really good at like fighting engaging in the war but on the other hand she's also required to be really good looking satisfying like okay any maybe official needs of the of the audiences maybe men women um i indeed quite agree that there is a shift of the focus which i think is a um, you know advancement or kind of like breakthrough mm -hmm. and i also quite like the point in the latest you know 2017 version of wonder women is that the relationships of, of wonder women with them the male character is deep like it's not uh, it's not that long and not that like complicated not that um important or being really portrayed as a man scenario like a main scenario like um i think um more is about the performance and also also the growth of the wonder women in the human world but i also want to like mention is that you mentioned about wonder women how she is educated or even like been taught um, after she came to the human world because we know um, she's the Amazons trained to be a warrior to fight to attend to save the world but with really no not uh, or basic understanding of the human world but actually I think one point quite worth uh, discussing is that Diana is like is really constructed as the savior he need to fight to defeat the evil, the god Ares, but Ares is still a man, right? And even Diana's achievement, her relationship, her bonds, connection with the world is also still with just men, but not any other women figures in the human world except her queen, like from the Paradise Island. So, like, is this a really a success? Like, her success is only achieved after she left her homeland, a place with just women, with just females. Like, she could only be achieved once he she came to the human world and with so much bonds being civilized being taught by those men like i think is it really a success or breakthrough like yeah why why how you um for me the way i would see it is um um i would see it as well first of all the background itself 1920s we all know it's pretty male dominated whether it's in politics or on the war field so that would definitely be the environment she's going in and I mean, I mean, yeah, I feel like Diana, as a female superhero, she possesses um, a lot of the qualities that was missing in uh, that background. Like, she say she was a very skilled f woman fighter. I doubt that's a common thing in World War One. Yeah. So I would say it would be a success, and it still definitely counts as a success. She single-handedly, uh, well, I wouldn't say she single-handedly did, you know, Steve and his gang helped out. But she took a great part in taking down Ares and bringing humans peace. So I would say, even though she achieved that in a male-dominated world, it's still definitely a success. How about, like, uh, Samuel? Like, do you think, like, the Wonder Woman, do you think her, her images being sexualized? Like, if your no, perspective... Wait, uh, uh, for me, you just say her first scene is on TV, yeah, TV series, TV then uh, she is uh, sexy, then, uh, but for me, I think that is uh, because people are not uh, ready to accept a female as a hero, then they need to, I mean the company or the... The film producer. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, need to let 
this character to uh, maybe well known or let many people to know, try to know her so that let her become more sexy, sexier. More attractive. Yes, sir. Then uh, in the 2017, uh, her own movie, mm-hmm. uh, people already know this this superhero. Then they make her more like a normal, hu- normal, normal hero. Human, yeah, normal, yeah. Human. normal hero. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think. Uh, She's not social sexualized anymore, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would, I would agree on that because, well, if we look at the like when it was made, it was made in the 1970s, right? Mm-hmm. It was a time when you know, 2022. Now we know, you know, it's okay for you know female superheroes can wear whatever they want. Like when Captain Marvel came out, you know, some like a few people did criticize her outfit because they mm-hmm. were like, you know, it's not common, it's too covered up. But then a lot of people also came up and say it's literally what a costume would look like if the superhero was a man. So the majority was fine with it, and Black Widow basically was covered from her neck to her uh, to all the way to her toes in all of her movies, and everyone was still fine with it. You know, they would even say, you know, it looks cool, the new costume looks cool, but if we Go back to the 1970s, like Samuel said, it's definitely a time when perhaps the idea of women being superheroes were not so common and were not so independent on its own. They needed to rely on other properties, like the way she looked, or would people find her attractive uh, to made it, to make it sell. But now in 2022, when gender equa- the idea of gender equality is relatively more spread out, uh, we would have, uh, like, the company, uh, the movie producers, they would know that, you know, we don't need to be revealing anymore. We can, we can, we can make it uh, to uh, appeal to the original, to be, to sort of stay true the, to the original costumes, but it's, perhaps it's not as necessary anymore. But I still find, yeah, that it, it brings, it brings up a question that I want to ask, that it is, uh, we often find the uh, sexualization of female characters in no matter like comic books, uh, especially like uh, comic books, uh, video games, yeah, they, uh, and this uh, uh, pop culture. Uh, we think that sexualized of women uh, is so common and we, we uh, the majority of uh, the society accept it and think this is normal. And is this normalization of this uh, phenomenon is acceptable for uh, feminists? So, <laughs> do you think? Uh, do you think yourself? Do you do you, do you consider yourself as a feminist? <laughs> um, I I don't know at the moment yet, mm-hmm. but I would say I'm starting. Cause well, growing up, I mm-hmm. wouldn't really put my like my view. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put my attention specifically mm-hmm. on female pro- uh, female made productions mm. but now i'm starting to see the importance in that but um i would say well say look back in uh we, we let's say look back in the background in which comics bo- comic books were made uh 1940s 1960s so um that would be why um female characters were so sexualized or why they would appear the way that they are they were they appeared but um now I think maybe it's relatively more important to start a to sort of have a new view on how female productions should be made. Mm-hmm. And I think we're at a great time to do that because a lot of people are starting to realize how important gender equality is. Mm-hmm. 
And Samuel, as I know, you play a lot of video games, and that's why I want. That's why I want to ask. Is uh, we we s when once we you know get in some video games and we see many female characters with uh, you know very revealing clothes and outfits, and 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 we we see this as normal because this is the uh, video games that aim at uh, you know male gamers, and. Do you think this is this phenomenon is normal, and h how do you uh, think? Uh, what do you think of this uh, phenomenon? Uh, actually, I don't have too many idea of it because uh, I know, as a business, the first thing is let more people to play the game or just buy it or something like that. So, and most of the player are male, maybe. So uh, they just let the female character more attractive. I would agree on that in the context of. Uh, when comic books, uh, say the early stages of comic books or the early stages of video games, because uh, last uh, in the last couple of decades, I think uh, female participation in comic books or uh, video games has definitely increased by a lot. And by the time I don't know when 2019, when Endgame, Avengers Endgame came out, um, it didn't really matter. It wasn't a male thing. It was more of a generational thing. Like, you know, everyone would go to the theaters. It wasn't, you know, superhero movies aren't for boys anymore. And video games aren't just exclusively for boys anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think which is why there is starting to be gender equality talks among these topics. Because there's starting to be uh, females participating. Mm. I agree. Yeah, because the uh, increase of uh, female, uh, the amount of female gamers in this market, and you know, uh, video games company, they should pay more attention to this uh, group, right? They should not just only focus on male gamers and produce all those. Because uh, personally, I take it quite offensive. And one thing it's quite interesting is that when I see Black Widow in uh, Avengers 1, her first uh, showed up, uh, she was so sexy. And I like it. I like it. And I think she's so beautiful. But uh, am I, uh, you know, secretly <laughs> internalized the materialization standard of this patriarchal society? And I see this standard as beautiful. Do you feel that way, YY? I mean, yeah, like, it's sort of reflected in, on an everything basis. Like, it's not just on movies. Like, even if you, um, you go out, you know, you see a lot of girls, they're skinny, and the clothes that way wear, you know, you, you, you gotta either, either you gotta hide the fat in your body, or when, you know, you gotta put on makeup or whatever, and then you start to wonder, you know, um, am I okay? Like, I, am I okay? Like, is my body okay? Is my face okay? Do I fit in? And I feel like movies are just a way to sort of reflect that and to sort of portray perhaps um, what society favors at the time. Say, Marilyn Monroe. I would say she's a pretty classic example of what society favored at that time. And which is why I think sometimes it's perhaps more important, um, at least of this age, because we can now do so, to portray normal female characters like they don't even have to be superheroes like say you know like uh, in everything everywhere all at once evelyn was a mother and sh she was just a mother who operated a laundry business and who has trouble communicating with her daughter but that story in itself is very moving still so i think it would be important to start having more of these stories told uh, that's a super valid 
point. That's why we I liked uh, everything everywhere all at once so much because it just have more diverse uh, women representation on films uh, and and this is very meaningful for all of all of our next generation I think. Uh, also, the point that everything everywhere at once quite catch me is that although it is still under uh, a war setting, but I think there is less elements of just fighting or violence. Like the conductor of those behaviors are not from the angles of the males, but how like Evelyn's and her daughter Warner solve their conflict in the real world but being put in a multiverse scenarios and i also think that um provide us a perspective is that a female character who tend to be more masculine rather than feminine in stereotypical angle is a mark of the independence and confidence of a principal women's images in the past i think everything everywhere all at once provide us some new perspective like what is the better way to think um like how the films could better pr uh, present women or even the games developer according to really females willingness or their identification of their own images and how could films and the games could construct the women images with uniqueness and irreplaceability of females besides those war settings, those uh, elements of violence or fighting, battling. I want to ask <laughs> a small question to to our guests. Uh, that can you mm -hmm. sense any uh, differences between uh, before? Uh, I mean, after you watched. Yeah, definitely, because say, um, with everything everywhere all at once, everything felt very real. Like, you could, okay, th because the m idea of the multiverse seems so real in the sense that, you know, one decision could affect your life. One small, very small decision could dictate how your life goes. And we see Evelyn and Joy struggling with decisions in their life. And you can kind of relate because they're not perfect characters. Like, when, um, people first reached out to Evan and, you know, asked her to help. She was like, nah, I'm good. I'm out. And then, and she doesn't understand her daughter either. She doesn't really accept her daughter's um, sexuality or, or her uh, emotions. So that's why, but she's also very brave and she's also, she can also be very loving and she's self-reflective. And that is unique in me, uh, to me in a way because it felt very real because none of us, no, none of us are perfect. And a lot of the movies are too afraid to portray that because it seems, what if, okay, if this protagonist isn't perfect, then how are people going to love her? Or, you know, she can't have any weaknesses, then, you know. But it felt very, uh, Evelyn felt particularly real to me because she is, in a sense, both the light and the dark. And I think one more answer to that question would be we need more female producers, whether it's directors, production companies from all different races, all different sexualities. We need more real voices out there because I'm like I definitely guarantee that there is a market for that now I, I really don't know it's because of movie or something uh -huh. or, or anything uh -huh. but uh, what I can say is my some of my friends uh -huh. I mean go go friends <laughs> they try to they try to uh, 
play or just get in some uh, boys activities. I mean, just they they will try to play karate, uh, football, something like that. Uh, so I, I I don't know it's uh, it's because of movie or what, but uh, what I can say is uh, is many females try to be more brave. How about yourself? Uh, you uh, know, uh, uh, it's not only about a, f a female and a yeah, I know, I know, but I mean, I mean, like more like after you like watch uh, Batman or Superman or uh, Spider Man, uh, seeing all those. Uh, so called successful man or yeah. uh, you know muscular man does it does it affect you uh, any bit uh, towards your self image or um, acceptance yeah, I, mean. I, I do know your question but mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I don't think so because mm -hmm. I think movie is movie mm -hmm. that's not reality mm -hmm. so okay. yeah that's my that's so, so you're not because mm -hmm. for me I think like nowadays not only we always say like male gaze kinds of like you know many of my peers they also feel like oh there is a kind of female gaze you know like those superhero movies they are really muscular masculine and even in uh, video games the shaping of the male characters or even in you know the advertisements on tv yeah muscular like how in the past the women are shaped as sexy uh, sometimes I'm thinking about like is female gaze is really as a reverse of male gaze a solution to how the two parties could really see both of each other I personally don't agree that agree on that uh, female gaze as reverse uh, is a solution to male gaze yeah. because I think fundamentally we are still not equal today so I don't think that female gaze is current as though although it is it seems like a trend today but it's it's I, I still think it is only a a method of uh, the companies all those companies uh, they're trying to um, put you know consumerism into our brain <laughs> I mm. think so it's just you know, just uh, encouraging us to pursue more, uh, no matter the CDs or uh, 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 movie tickets or anything else. Uh, you know, like we we be we yeah. become K-pop fans. So kind of like while we are talking about like okay, mm. gender mm. equality or women mm. issues in mm. films, mm. movies, games, they are also like commercial products, mm. like mm. right. So mm. being sold to the general public. Mm. So I think maybe on one hand still needs more presence and also understanding mm. of uh, female not only from the uh, male's perspective but also like how uh, female really want to like present themselves mm. so as why I say we need more female uh, like film producers, producers. Yeah. and also kinds of like we also need to consider their relationships of the images of the you know cultural delivery from those creative products films mm -hmm. movie games and our own perception and understanding to our peers to yes. the females males around us yeah i agree so here's the uh, last question that we want to ask our guests and also our audiences audiences uh, so 
Is there a better way you think to present women in film? For me, I don't think uh, those female characters need to uh, same same as a same as a male character. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. it's only in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think um, because uh, it's different. There's something different. Mm -hmm. I mean the uh, males and females, um, not just gender. Mm -hmm. It's because um, female. Actually, I think it's more patient, more m more different with male. I don't know, but I, I don't think know. You, I think you <laughs> want to say like we could like show more aspects, like perspectives, right? Of like patience is, uh, like you say traditionally or stereotypically, we think is uh females like their uh advantages but actually could be reflected in uh, more diverse genres of films or also in the male's characters, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, I would agree on that because um, uh, one movie that I saw last year, um, it's called it was called Hi Mom, and it was basically this daughter who um, goes back in time and sees what her mother was like um, as a teenager, and she sort of becomes best friend with her mother. And I think it's very interesting because it portray it didn't for once ha being a mother and having kids wasn't portrayed as a bad thing because a lot of I think the earlier empowering female characters in movies they were like you know. I don't want to have kids. I'm not going to get married. And okay, but in that sense, you're saying that getting married and or having kids, these qualities um, pertain to females are a bad thing. It seems as if they need to be ripped off of these labels to become an empowering woman, which, you know, in some aspects, I understand. And because uh, it is still prevalent to this days, these days that um, a lot of uh, females in different countries, they're still only pertain to that label. And we're, we're lucky enough to live in a place where females are not only pertain to that label. But now that, you know, we're sort of at, um, I would say, um, an age where we can reflect more, we can start to think if these labels are really a bad thing. Like, do we have to rip them off entirely? What's so special about that movie was that it showed, you know, the greatness in being a mother. Like, how difficult in being a loving mother is. Or what great thing it is to give love to your child unconditionally. And that's not a bad thing. And I, I, I personally do not think that's a bad thing as well. So I think what's... In, well, I, I don't know the solution. I don't think anybody does at the moment to um, representation in uh, the, f the film industry. But I do think that, you know, other than the male gaze or the female gaze, we need to establish a few where we consider all things or question all things that have been taught to us since we were little kids. Like, say, is getting married a bad thing? Okay, if so, why? And if not, why? And we need to start asking these questions and instead of just watching films and thinking, oh, it's, on the f it's there, then it must be that. So I think that what might, well, we might be on a better way to representation if we think this way. So good. <laughs> good answer, and I only hope that <laughs> that there will be more female producers and uh, in all aspects. So we have great time today uh, yeah. discussing gender equality topics and female figures in yeah, movies we and lots of films mm -hmm. and so. 
So really, thank you all of you today here yeah. joining us, and hopes that we would like um, discuss uh, in other media as well if we got chances. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> okay. Thank so you guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you guys.